It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 156. Minecraft podcast. On this episode, we have Good, we have Badge, and we have Doc. What's say again? We're waving. Everyone's waving. Uh, so we have lots to talk about on this podcast, but we actually had a technical hiccup, and uh, the first part of the podcast was lost. So we're going to jump uh, straight into us talking, I think, about uh, the. Uh, what happens? CSGO, skin, CSGO dilemma. skin dilemma with Syndicate and uh, Team, whatever his face Team is. Martin. Team Martin. Team Martin. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, sorry about the hiccup. Uh, let's. Fault. I did it. It was it, it was Good's fault. Also, sorry uh, about the glitchy video throughout the entire podcast. We thought Good was going to be recording it. And this was a backup recording. So uh, see you on the on the flip side. Flip side really genuine enjoying this YouTube thing. So I have no idea. It was also not the first time there was some fishiness with disclosing sponsorships around that. So it really confuses me a bit. Um, He's got in trouble why, quite a few times. You know, the game yeah, he made, he got in trouble why, for that. He was fine about that. Yeah, why they did that like that? I mean, I cannot really think of an advantage in that case. Um, we talked about it in our whole chat group as well. And everybody just said like, I mean, honesty in with those things might even be better for business or will probably even be better for business you know if you say hey guys i founded a, a csgo gambling site and if you want to go and play you could support us directly or something so that's a good point like how is that bad yeah how is that ever yeah, bad I, I don't even understand why they would want to hide it I think the reason why is they were probably doing things that also weren't legit in regards to their videos they were making the videos that appeared as if they were winning stuff that they weren't really winning. They were, they were, they were fixing, they were, they were fabricating their videos, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Their, their, their videos were fiction. Yeah. Their, their win rate was artificially high. Right. Maybe that, so far there's no proof that they actually maybe, you know, tempered with the game engine or whatnot, but there well, is the there was video, a video of yeah. Team Martin being logged into one of the bots that, can, yeah. that holds all the, all the items. Yeah. So that, that, that pretty much um, <laughs> leads to the conclusion that even if he would have lost, let's say he, he gambled there le legitimately. Right. But even if he would have lost, he would have just have access to the bot and eventually get these skins reimbursed. I mean, that is an assumption you could make. I wouldn't go so far to accuse them of really rigging those, the outcomes of these bets because then it would be really, really criminal because, you yeah. know, eventually they did play it against other real people. So then if you manipulate the odds <laughs> for you to win all the time, maybe that's then really it's like, oh thanks for now, how does I never I never watched any of the videos how or been to the site. Do you know how it worked? Like, was it one of those things where you had to pay per bet or no, it's it's pretty just, simple actually how it works. It's a coin flip. And then you put up um, your skins, um, you know, and you have to match the value on um, each bet, for, bet from both sides. And then let's say one, one skin pack is worth like 100 bucks and one would be 95. So then the odds get slightly adjusted. If you put in a little bit more, you would have 51% winning chance and the other guy 49. But in theory, if it would match exactly, it would be 
a coin flip, 50-50. And that's pretty much how it works. Very simple. I mean, now, for example, video game attorney, who um, is obviously knowledgeable in this field, hinted that what they did is definitely illegal. Um, he didn't hint it, he just said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. like, this goes back to the payola thing, which is a law they brought out in what the 30s, I think it was, or something, 50s, I can't remember which, uh, where you know exactly this where you're being sponsored by something and promoting something and not disclosing. In fact, um, Kim Kardashian got done for it the other day by she was sponsored by some anti-stress pill that she posted on Instagram saying, oh, these pills are really good. They've made me, you know, a lot less stressed or something. It did not at any point suggest that she was getting paid to do it. Um, and she got mm. quite a big... I mean, it's, it's, I think it, it dep- it's a question of morals. First of all, you know, the whole skin gambling thing, there's another problem with that in in a whole because the age limit officially for this is 13 which is far off from legal gambling age right mm. and there is this controversy is that really gambling or not but i can just say there's a bunch of studies out there that prove with these skin gambling situations even if it's not for real money which it is because there's plenty of sites out there where you can sell skins for real money normally it was intended to go into your steam wallet and so it's, it has a monetary value but, uh, you know, introducing very young people to gambling um, might invoke, the, um, you know, some gambling addiction um, in general and make them more acquainted with gambling and, you know, introduce gambling in their, in their life. That thrill, you know, winning, losing and all that stuff. So it's a very controversial topic. Um, I once... Um, worked with Case King and a guy that worked there later on um, joined another company that uh, specialized on betting. Um, but for them, you, they don't do money betting. So I had to talk with him for quite a long time to think if, if I would want to do it. They do cookie betting. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> they do. yeah you, can, you can pretty much, you know, you win points and then you can enter raffles with that. That's that's also already controversial, um, and um, it it was a long moral discussion for about myself if I should do that. And uh, the cool thing is, though, um, the guy I worked with insisted if I ever do it, if I would do it, I should really make clear and talk also about the issues about gambling, you know. And like for example, I did another product placement. It was. done by my network and they insisted if I do it I have to clearly mark the video there has to be a P or something in the top right corner paid promotion it has to be in the description and I should say it in the video best at the very beginning now what happens because the internet is so international like what happens if I decided to move to some random country that doesn't have laws about this sort of stuff and uploaded videos and didn't tell anyone about it I think it's governed by the uh, by the location the videos are hosted, though, right? I know that's like that's the case when it comes to, to other things on the internet. I don't, I don't I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not certain. But I know YouTube doesn't I mean that's that's an American company, so I don't know. I'm not certain about this. That's yeah, my that guess is. is that it's based on the where they files and that sort of thing. I haven't heard about a lawsuit ever filed against a YouTuber, you know, not doing the proper thing with their product placement um, in Germany. I can't 
remember there is rules obviously um but it's a bit of a gray area and if you exploit it too much <clears throat> it's something you shouldn't do i always feel a certain responsibility you know as I have think- an audience and i really think twice what i advertise for for example on my youtube channel you can disable not many people know that you can say what kind of ads you want to have on your youtube channel you can select that and for example i disabled all gambling related ads and everything another thing that are alcohol and similar you know so you can disable that and i did that i know you can do that i know you can do it in yeah. google adsense but i know that works yeah in adsense you can do that so mm-hmm. i didn't know that translated over to the youtube video yeah. ads i know it did for yeah. the the little marquee thing. yeah so i kind of disabled it uh, disabled gambling ads and i try to be careful about it in the end you know who gambled now on that csgo lotto thing or what you cannot tell but you should always assume a lot of young people watching so you have to be extra careful with this stuff it doesn't matter if it's young people or old people to me i mean it's 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 a moral thing and i've seen so many youtubers like the i mean to some degree youtube has been ruined my or my perspective on youtube has been or you know just things like this in general been ruined twitch as well over the years of doing this because i've seen so many people do the wrong thing i mean especially people that i see making tons of money doing it the right way and then they'll still go that extra step to do things that are shady um and doing the wrong thing and taking advantage of people you know not just kids but people i mean yes the majority of them are kids but there's no reason to take advantage of people you can you can live a much happier life i don't know how people sleep at night i don't know how people do the type of stuff they do these are not people that are struggling to make money either these are usually people that are, are making a good living and it's like all of a sudden we've got to be more creepy and more dodgy and get more money coming in uh, i've seen it so many times i've seen it i mean i've had i've had close friends that i've seen you know they had to come into my life because i want to be a part of someone that has that you know that moral that's where their moral compass lands yeah that's something i want to be a part of another thing is also obviously just from a business standpoint as a content creator in general if somebody does this shady stuff that obviously cuts into the credibility of all other YouTubers. So if some YouTubers, you know, go out of their ways to really milk any freaking penny they could get by any shady way they could think about, that will also cut into our budget in the end. Because a big advantage of advertising via YouTube is there is a high trust level between the viewer and the content creator. And therefore, um, advertisement is very powerful on YouTube. And if you destroy that trust factor, this reputation, um, you also cut into other people's paychecks and potential future. And um, you should really think twice. You have a responsibility for the whole community as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Till Biscuit did quite a good episode this week about this whole thing. It's worth watching. It's, it's fairly short, but basically it is just a very, very angry shout about letting down all of YouTubers um, yeah. and how people keep doing it. And it's, it's really bad. And um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I have a bit of a love hate relationship with Tyler Biscuit, but I think he was on the, on the board. That one. I, we will see. I have no idea. You know, if some people on Reddit were saying they, they're going to face jail time and, um, and so on. We will see if that really happens. I hope if they go to jail. I'll eat a foot. Yeah. I mean, Tom's English. Tom's- <laughs> 
Tom's English anyway, so I doubt he'll go. Yeah. He does have an American corporation, so they will probably find Yeah, they will probably be fined. We don't know yet. I just hope um, if there's if there was a lesson to learn for them, which I no, I I would say they should know what they were doing, but yeah, maybe that they knew what they were doing. I want to sound yeah. like Mark Rubio for a second. Let's dispel any notion they didn't know exactly what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems <laughs> like if you, yeah, it, that hard. seems like something you'd be at a, a bar and be like, "Oh my god, do you know what we're doing right now? I, I will, like, can you I, believe it?" Yeah, I will happily say, um, like, I, I would say that they probably didn't realize it was quite as bad, but I'm pretty sure they knew. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Yeah. I got no love. Yeah, but as I said in the beginning, it's really hard for me to understand why they just didn't, you know, be be super honest about it. You could even pitch this. You know, there's other YouTubers. Uh, PewDiePie made this game, you know, his PewDiePie's Adventure or whatever it was called. And he always was like, yeah, I'm making this game and blah, blah, blah. And this, this, the support by his fans that wanted to support it made it a really successful project. And I still the only thing that makes sense to me yeah. is that they were rigging the odds. Like that's the only reason why you wouldn't disclose it is mm -hmm. because you were manipulating the outcome of, you know, you were making, because I'm sure I, I could see how this all happened. Like Chad said, you're sitting around a bar and you're like, man, these CSGO betting videos are fucking fantastic. But God, like Anders will talk about it. He'll be like, man, you know, doing these type of things is great, but it takes so long. It's so much time to get, you know, you, you might spend a whole day and not even get a video out of it. Be on the site, spend 30 minutes, you get a fantastic video. And then, mm. you know, you're making money off of whatever the site is doing too. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, we have to wait and see. I mean, obviously, we are not making any allegations here. We have no proof. No, this right? is my assumption. I'm yeah. assuming it's the only thing so, that makes sense to me. It's, this, this is the logical yeah, conclusion that is, on the facts. I also have a hard time thinking about, about something else there, what thinking behind it was. Well, I hope maybe. You know, as I said, that will teach them a lesson if it comes to that. Hopefully, people also now, you know, think a bit when people present some stuff to them on the YouTubes and all, sometimes realize, hey, it is a big industry by now and you got to think twice, you know, what you promote and also as a consumer, how you got to be careful. I mean, yeah, and in the end, it's a big money business and some people will be greedy that's just as as like, like talking about is. this it reminds me of like there was a point where i like in early videos you talk about something like a product you like you like it you know like oh i love red solo cups or whatever you know what i'm saying and you did you, you didn't think twice about it because you were so small that yeah. you, know, you could just say that this is your opinion and you're not being paid for it but you don't have to even disclose that and yeah. then it comes to a point where you feel it feels like so many people have done this type of shit where I know they're they're made, they're getting paid they're not disclosing it and viewers know it and it gets to the point where you're it's like I'm I'm scared like anytime I talk about how much I love Delta I'm assuming everyone thinks I'm paid by them even though I'm I not. know yeah. it's funny uh, like I'm I I wanted to learn how to uh, cook and so I'm I signed up for a mail service a mail delivery food service <laughs> most people a mail, a mail service is something else. a mail service right uh, blue apron it's blue apron oh, man i could have got you a free i i could have gave you free i know i know because i use it it was like it was like 4 a.m that i was like if i don't sign up for this right now i'm gonna forget and i don't want to bother good so i just signed up for it uh but yeah, yeah. How do you like it so far? i haven't how gotten you like it? it my first one is on friday and i ordered pots and pans for it 
And uh, not a sponsor. Funny thing, though. Okay, so I was all like, I was going to do like streams where we're making food and stuff. And of course, I was probably going to mention this Blue Apron or whatever. Uh, Then this is like put me in even a weirder position because I found out that there may be using a service that I use all the time. There may be a sponsorship opportunity with Blue Apron to make on stream stuff. And I'm like, are you serious? Cause I was, I was one, I was going to try to contact them about doing that. Too. Yes. So yes. So I started, I want to be a part I of this. this. I had this whole thing. I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just doing blue apron just cause I want to, I'm not sponsored at all. And now there's a good chance that in the future that I will be, <laughs> which is awkward. So, um, before that happens, I want to, I want to say that I might cancel it because it's overpriced. It is really, really overpriced. Is it? Because, it okay. Really, so I'm thinking $35 a for meal. three meals. Yeah. No. 35 bucks a meal? What? 30. Okay. For, I did not sign for, up for that. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It's 130. Which YouTuber sold you that? that <laughs> listen, every, every, every box comes with two meals. Two, 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 two meals for four or it's, is what I got. I got the meal for four. That's 35 bucks. I could go out to eat for four for less than 35 bucks. You okay. see what I'm saying? But it's two meals. Well, I get four. I get four. I get yeah. four for $35. You but get I could four go servings? Less. Four, could, four yeah, meals. Four, but they're, they're really not four servings. It's, it's pretty, it's. Wait, it's, okay. Explain. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. How many, how many different types of recipes do you get? I get two types of recipes. Two types of box. recipes. It's supposed to serve and four. $70. And it's supposed to serve four. Supposed to serve four. And I'll tell you okay. like. It serves three fine. I mean, there there are some meals like, and there's some meals that just aren't worth thirty five dollars. Like one of them uh, last week was cheese tacos. It was cheese that you fry and you put it in a flour <laughs> tortilla with some fucking lettuce on top. I could buy cheese, flour tortillas, and lettuce for cheaper than thirty five dollars. Right. What I'm yeah. Okay, so I'm dollars. getting I'm getting three meals that's supposed to serve two, but I'm assuming it's going to serve me because I'm a fat. And you have leftovers, right? Like, and I'll have like, a few I, leftovers. Right. Right. And now that cost me 60 bucks. Yeah. So that's about $20 a meal. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. It's more expensive than it should be. The reason why it's overpriced is you don't measure anything. Like let's say, let's say the recipe takes like a half a cup of vinegar. It comes in a little fucking bottle and there's half a cup in that little bottle and you pour it in. But that's like for me, there's a lot of waste that's coming in too. There's a lot of waste. For me, Um, A, I want to learn how to cook. Right. B, I can go if if it sticks to about if I if I try to divide it by serving, that's ten dollars a serving. I would go out to a fast food restaurant and easily spend ten dollars. If it's 20 bucks and I'm eating it all, that'd be a little harder. Uh, Just don't look at it only um, the value, what the food actually is. It's a hobby. Exactly. Because I really want to learn. And also on stream. That pre-measured stuff on stream is amazing. Like not right. being like, oh, it's just like, oh, that one goes in now. You know, so anyway. it's also a hobby you want to cook. Normally, you know, that's what people spend money on recreation. I mean, yeah. I will say that every meal I've had, even the cheese fucking quesadilla, whatever, one quesadilla, cheese tacos, where he was good. Every meal I've had has been good. Um, they haven't, they haven't, there's not been nothing shitty. And the other way I looked at it too is have it for six months and then cancel it. And you've learned a lot of new recipes. That's what I wanted. Uh, Yeah. You may not have thought to make or try, you're trying new things. Like there was, uh, 
God, that was something we had. Um, they had like pea tendrils in it. I've never cooked with pea tendrils before. Um, and I would have not thought to even try that. So yeah, there's, there, there's, there's been occasions. Sounds disgusting. It was good. It was good. But hey, if you can get a sponsorship, I want in. Can I get in? Can I be in? Yeah, I'll tell you about it. I I don't know. I learned about it. I learned about it at RTX. I don't know. I don't want to mention like who it's through or whatever, because I don't know what's public. But yeah, I'll tell you about it. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be it'll be easy. Yeah. So it's funny because, yeah, I got it all thinking. And it's going to like if my first stream is all sponsored, it's going to look so sponsored because I just (laughs) bought I just bought uh, pots and pans like that. And so it's going to look like I thought like, oh, this sponsorship opportunity. Did you sign up for this because I was talking about it or did you already think about no, it? No, I had always basically I wanted I want to eat healthier. And I thought and it's been hard to do that whenever I don't know how to make food myself. And That's so it. I wanted I really badly wanted to learn how to make my own food. And I thought the Blue Apron was the best way to to just get over I mean, there's so many little things that like I learned for the first time, like about how long it takes to cook chicken or about, you know, like all sorts of little things that I am assuming that I'm going to to, uh, you know, there's cooking do. books out there, right? Then, yeah, yeah but they didn't come with recipe ingredients and all that. It's really hard because I've tried that too, and and like I've gone online and browsed and found recipes that I want, and I'll and I'll go to the store and buy stuff specifically for that recipe and come back, and it'll. I'll miss something. It'll be like, okay. And then crush your garlic in. I'll be like, God darn it. You know, I forgot that. And now it's like, I'm sitting there with all this food and I'm not going to run the thing. Take a spoon and squish it. Oh, whatever. Any, <laughs> I don't have garlic, you know? the garlic, but the garlic, you reminded me, you're going to be so tired of garlic. Um, So everything <laughs> comes at the exact amount you need, except anytime there's garlic and it fucking every meal they have the whole I clove, whole clove. I got so many. I'm throwing away garlic like it's let like left and right. It's so much garlic. Like I, I, I feel like they could they could manipulate this in a way where they plan out like a whole month of your meals and maybe send you like instead of the one little bottle of vinegar, send you enough for the next four meals and maybe reduce the cost a little bit. That's another thing I've been thinking. When about. you say a whole clove, you mean the little segment? Yeah. No, I mean a whole a whole, a whole bunch a bunch a bulb. of bulb. And a, bulb. a bulb, a bulb, right, 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 right. And it's like you need one clove off of that. And then the next meal, you'll need one clove and they'll send you another bulb. So it's like each week you get like four fucking bulbs of garlic and you just needed four cloves. It's like, what do we do all this garlic? It's just a vampire attack and I'll be ready. Um, but I, I found about it in Delta Sky magazine and I had mentioned it to Chris. Sponsor. Like, uh, yeah, right, right. Delta, the. The 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 king the of the fantastic air. Delta, and if you want thirty percent off, use. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I told Crystal she was like, "Nah, I've heard it sucks." And then I saw Paul Soros Jr. tweeting about it, and then Zoljan tweeted about it, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna try it." And uh, and then I tweeted about it, and then two other people signed up after I tweeted about it. So I was wondering if you had heard it for me because it's like this fucking chain of like YouTubers are signing up, and it started like I blame Paul because he he pre- he said it was good anyway. I know, seriously, well, not a sponsor, but maybe will in the future. Yeah, so to wrap that whole sponsoring situation up, I mean, you can see, I think, I can't think of an example within the Minecraft group, somebody being shady with their sponsorships and stuff. It's always been out there. And I think that's, that's a proper way to go. And, you know, we go further like that in the future and sure we might missing out becoming millionaires but at least you know i can sleep nicely 
and I turn like, down anything that I yeah. don't actively like, even like they yeah. like everything. I'd love to do it. And like I've Chad's uh tried to get us me undie ads on um on the mm-hmm. podcast. That might happen. Um so I, I I like doing things that or mentioning things that I already like, you know. It's like yeah, uh, that makes sense in my opinion. I mean, it's a good yeah. That's definitely the best, uh, I feel like, litmus test on, should I do this or not? But that, like, that backfired on me, uh, where I I did a thing with an app company on one of my streams, and they didn't pay me anything, but... Oh, I remember this. Oh, my God, that was so frustrating, is what they did. Everyone was so mad, and you weren't weren't really trying to rip anyone off. And I was like, like, my hands, I was like, big shrugging, like... Uh, where what it was, uh, it was a way to competitively, basically you would enter into a tournament and it was a crummy, like the game was kind of crummy, but you would enter into a tournament and the, the app, the only thing they were offering me was there was a $50 pool of money that, that, that my viewers would win, not even me. So they were literally like, here's $50 for you to give to your viewers and, and we're going to give you all these tools so you can see replays. You can participate in in it yourself. Uh, go for it. And I, that was it. It's like, I don't even know if I even would have had to say that it was quote sponsored because there was no money going to me. There was, it was like the chat room has to say that they're sponsored because all the money was going to them. Um, that was, that yeah. was frustrating. Yeah. But as soon as you, um, as soon as you get any contact with a company and they, they, yeah. give you any sort of advantage or whatever they just suggest if you want to pr- place that product in any of your media, I'd say from that moment on, it is um, a sponsorship relationship. You know, even if you just do it out of a favor, you maybe, you know, you have a friend and he develops a game and he's just your friend. He's not going to pay you anything or whatever. And still you would promote that because you are his friend. No money is paid, but still then you don't have an unbiased opinion right that's at this point. moment. That's basically where, you know, as soon as but you have any relation. That's more of a moral thing. That's not. Yeah, I guess that's I mean, what yeah. I should have assumed is that yeah. people would feel like I was still cheating them. You know, because. we get a vault instead of pots and pans. It's a fucking video card. Just keep seeing all these like me on me. I do. I need a new video. The problem is, is that I, for a while I had two uh, video cards in this thing and SLI was freaking out. So I know that I have another video card somewhere in this house and I'm not going to go buy one (laughs) until I find it. But that was before the move and I have no clue where this video card is. So I don't want to just like go buy another, like, like, I don't remember. I think it was a 980 or something like that. I was like, I'm not going to go buy another 980 just because I can't freaking find one in my house. Need to find it. Get sponsored by Nvidia. Please, we 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 do get given games. <laughs> Can you give me one? Can you give me one, Doc? I need a new video card. By, not, not sponsored. How many sponsorships is this um, podcast? Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> we we get games and stuff quite a lot, but then I've always said if someone says to me, "Will you review our game?" I've always said yes, but if it's if it's crap, I'm going to say it's crap. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're supposed yeah. to say that someone sent you a key when someone sent you a key. Is that now a sponsorship just because I got the You key? should. It is yes, technically yes. you're supposed to say thank you. You you don't have to say it's a sponsorship, but you do have to say that it is uh, 
Well, and then you have to say thank you to whoever for giving me this game. But yeah. you have to do that if you write an Amazon review as well and things like that. Yeah. You have to yeah, disclose right. it. Like if yeah, you have to disclose. You don't have to say it's a sponsorship, but you have to disclose yeah. that it was given to you. Well, technically, it is, though. You know, like if somebody gives you a game key and the game, let's say, is worth 50 bucks, then they gave you 50 bucks worth yeah. of a game. So yeah. it's sponsorship. So you have to disclose it technically every time. You, It's not bought with your own fucking money. Even if you're super unbiased and, you know, even if you say, I'm, you know, I'm either going to play it or not, and maybe I'll trash it, but you would have to say it. That's law. Or at least a suggestion of the, how you, how you should yeah. do product like that. And it's, yeah. it's, I mean, that's one of the reasons that like I went so, I think that podcasts work well when there is at the very beginning of the freaking episode, Hey, this is brought to you by so-and-so. They're offering you this, you know, you can support us and get whatever you want, you know, from there. Uh, moving on, you know, you do the show and then, you know, once again, this episode is sponsored by blah, 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 you know, which is how we do our ads. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Badge wants to talk about this thing we talked about after E3. Badge. Well, it was, it was announced at E3. Oh, um, we talked about uh, so much stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, so I'm not bad again. Bash wasn't here. You weren't here, Bash. Tell us what you, how you feel about it. You think, all right, well, apparently everybody else knows that um, Microsoft have make are making uh, a lot of games that you buy on Xbox Play. Oh, well, Xbox Play anyway, rather, um, for Xbox and PC cross platform. Uh, they did release a list. I don't know if you guys went through the list when you did it. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I think we mentioned some, but not all of them, probably. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty impressive list. Get ready. Gears of War 4, Phantom Dust, Killer Instinct 1, 2, and 3, Forza Horizon 3, Recall, Cuphead, Slime Rancher, The Culling, Everspace, Ark, Sea of Thieves, Scalebound, State of 2, Halo Wars 2, We Happy Few, which I'm looking to play, and Crackdown 3. That is the list. It's, it's good, I think, that... Um, they are doing this cross-platform thing. I think it's a huge, yeah. I don't know, boon. I don't know, feather in their yeah, cap. I want to see Red Dead Redemption on that list. Yeah, I mean, I, and also I was like, how do they get publishers to agree to this? Because what what the what are publishers? They are the publisher. How do they get game developers to agree to this? Because how do, they, how do they talk themselves into this? <laughs> how do they how do they convince themselves? Uh, uh, well, I mean, kind of in a way. Because, like, you might have bought the game twice, and now you're not going to. Ah, come on. Honestly. What are the things that you A person who plays on console plays on freaking console. A, play, a person who plays on PC plays on PC. They don't. What is cross-platform gaming for me is as irrelevant as... But there's definitely, there's definitely people who want to be able to play their game on their PC when friends come over give them a controller and have them sit down and play it that there way. That. The steam well, box doesn't really do the, I mean, it does it fantastically, but no one's no, it hasn't penetrated the market. No one's doing it. Uh, well, what, what, what uh, it is for me more is the, um, the console specific games, the unique games that you can only get on the console. Um, I mean, Forza, I think it's not PC. Mm-hmm. Is it? uh, they, uh, yeah, um, I think, I think they, they announced, announced that, that 
Sorry. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. So a lot of these are Xbox exclusives. They're Xbox exclusive. Yeah. So they normally would not have come to PC at all. Yeah. 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 You can I, also bet you can also bet though that yeah, okay. Well, I'm not I'm trying to find the find the I don't know, the little thing that is bad part of uh, uh bad about You're it, being but, the devil's advocate. I mean, yeah. Well, one so of the be, things that uh There will be consoles too, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll still be console exclusives. Um, well, I mean, it's still kind of a console exclusive. That game's not going to PS4, right? Like, ReCore is not going to see it on the PS4. It's only yeah. on Xbox and Windows 10. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things that Phil Spitzer uh, equated it to, as Chad has talked about before, is um, apps on the iPhone or whatever. So when you buy the next Xbox or the next whatever it's called, Project Scorpio, whatever that's going to be called, um, the game will still work on that. And and so it'll be, the, you always have that backwards compatibility now instead of, um, you know, having to rebuy the games or whatever. So, Which I think, I think is fan. I mean, I, I'm I couldn't be happier for this move. Uh, I'm surprised that they were able to do it. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. Just very, very happy about it. Yeah, probably not for all games they're ever gonna get out. But no. if there's a few games that actually make it to PC, which normally would be console only, I mean, I'm I'm happy about that. I mean, it, it reminds me almost of like the Netflix list is like, oh, is this one on the list of games that I can get on my PC? And as a PC, as either an Xbox user or a PC user, it makes you want to stick with Xbox even more and maybe even buy your game instead of buying it on Steam, buy it on Xbox. Well, they said uh, these games will be available on Steam as well. Mm. Oh, so if you buy it for Xbox, you can use the Steam code to get it through onto Steam. On Steam, yeah. I guess something like that, or you can buy it directly on Steam. Is what it sounded like. I don't really know. That would. Yeah, that I think it's, it sounds like buy one, play on both, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's some games on there bad. that are bad. anyway already. Uh, like Ark. Uh, and it's probably quite nice if you if you play Ark on PC and your friends have it on Xbox, then you know you get to actually play together for a change. I wonder if it would affect some of the shitty PC. Um, you know. Um, how you call it, um, if you take a game from the console to the PC conversions. Mm. I wonder if that would uh, make the uh, developers put more effort into that <laughs> because sometimes... Probably less, I would have thought. Um, it would be nice to see if they'll actually increase that list with a backwards list as opposed to new games coming out. They'll do it for that if they actually go through the older games and try and put some of those on as well because... They might get a new market in games that aren't selling anymore. Yeah, uh, again, you know, old old exclusive games like, as I say, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption for a fine example. Um, yeah, because then we promote that and start selling that again for. I'd rather honestly have Sony do it because I'm always like their exclusive list better. But uh, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. they will too. They, I don't know if they would do. I mean, you know, Microsoft owns the Xbox and. The most the Xbox is game. very PC like anyway, isn't it? Yeah, so I mean, I don't think Sony would do that. They are not having a operation system, you know, and selling that too for PC. So yeah. They yeah, would kill it's a big longtime Sony fan. I'm starting to wonder if how things are I'm I'm I don't know, I'm starting to lean more towards Xbox. Hmm. Strangely. It's yeah. 
Uh, but the thing is, they got they still got Final Fantasy, so I'm gonna still have to stick with Sony. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been really impressed with what uh, Xbox and Microsoft have been doing in the game space for. Gosh, it's felt like almost like three years now. Um, and finally, I mean, it, it it finally feels like they are they get that there's gonna be there's PC users that are never ever gonna switch. And they're making it a lot easier for there to be connection between the uh, console user and the uh, the PC user. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some questions. Yeah. I just took over your job. Chad. Oh, man. Moving on to Ask Crack. Uh, hey, Minecrackers, what is what was your favorite childhood toy? And do you still have it from Michael? Mine was probably <clears throat> either the Thundercats or He-Man. One of those two things mm. was my thing. I still have all of my action figures. I got uh, Castle Skull. all of, I mean, my, my Battle Cat used to, well, the Battle Cat I didn't have when I was a kid, but I bought that because, you know, got all the other things. Um, so, yeah, probably He-Man or Thundercats. Man, I remember... I, I remember just always thinking the stupid Thundercat. So I remember buy, finally buying the Thundercat store and uh, the store and thinking I was going to like be able to like look through it like he did and like fucking thunder, thunder, thundercats. And like, oh, that is and too you're young. so sad. Yeah, no, it didn't work. It did not work. I remember. <laughs> I remember like when, when my daughter talks about like she's got this little ne- necklace from Sophia and she talks about how it's magic and it's going to do all these things. And, and you were like, oh, God. and next time we go to Mickey's part, we got to get Mickey to introduce us to Peter Pan because she doesn't want to grow up and get old anymore. <laughs> and you're so like the measure needs all this to, will like, die eventually oh no yeah. so think about i thought about it lately too good i want to ask you that question i as a kid also had a lot of he-man it was not my favorite toy i'm gonna say what is that is soon so think back how did you play with that stuff did you actually really play with it or was it more like already collecting that things and no, you, you no, make no man take it outside and set them it. up and have battles and shit like that and like oh yeah all that like i never really did it was you just point. like looked at them kind of no i i had them too and maybe played with them for five minutes but then i you know had it built up all nicely in a shelf you know on the one side there was skeleton's crew and then there was he-man and his you know, efficiently no, I had like battles and stuff. My mom would do that. She'd clean my room. I remember I'd come home or from where being wherever and like everything was set up like you're talking about. And then it was just like fucking. Ah! I had everything. I had <laughs> Snake Mountain, you know, with the mm-hmm. little speaker yep. thing. And yeah. I still, the other day I found um, well, this this ooze thing. Um, and I still, this still had the bucket of ooze, the He Man ooze, and it had never been opened. And I like shook it. And it was still like liquid in there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not opening that. Yeah, probably toxic as hell. Probably causes <laughs> cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I I uh, I did read an article the other day actually about someone that was complaining about modern toys in the in the old toys when we had figures and things like that. You would create scenarios and you'd imagine stories and their characters they moved. They weren't pop figures that just yeah. fucked there. Exactly, and now kids, you know, they, everything's got batteries in it. It's it's got computers in it, and they they don't have that imagination play. That we used to have. I loved a Lego when yeah, I was a no. kid. Oh, that was, was that your favorite? Not by far. Not by far man. I had. I was going to be my favorite too. Insane amount amounts of Lego, man. Seriously, uh, Lego Still Technic. You know the most advanced, uh, more advanced stuff. Yeah, and techie, I yeah. Had the, the Lego train and everything. And 
mostly I built the original model and then either modified it or, you know, completely made something, you know how it is at, at, at some point you have this gigantic collection of all kinds of parts and then you build your own shit with it. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed that a lot. That's, I, I feel like the it. sets are more of a modern thing now. I feel like, because when I was a kid, all my Lego stuff was just a fucking tub of Legos. Yeah, mm. you'd, you'd buy a set, you'd build it once, you'd tear it down, then you'd throw it in the tub. Is yeah, I never bought sets. I've never, before, right. until Paris. adulthood, I never bought a set of Lego. It was always huh. a box but of blocks. You just buy it from like garage sales. Just That's whatever. exactly. Also, also, like our thing was started with a garage sale, a just tub. Oh, he's got. He's, he's going to get him. He's going to get him. What happened to Doc? Oh, I was like, what happened to Doc? He's yeah, going. no, he's getting it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I recently got this, you know, because I was uh, maybe here. You can see it. The it's a like a crane or something, and oh, there's dust on there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And the thing is how how Lego has changed over the decades now. With this thing, there was normally a model in my age when I when I was nine or ten years old. It would have at least triple the amount of parts. Right. You would assemble everything yourself: the the bucket of the crane, and and there was a lot of very huge cover ups and things that um, I never was used to. Um, you know, Lego. So it became more simple, I'd, I'd say, or a bit different at least um not as complex i remember um i had this it was this red um race car thing it was the most advanced model you could buy back in the days and it literally uh, you, uh, yeah you were you were building the whole engine block you know there was yeah. no pre-made engine or whatever it was a four cylinder it had a, it had a gearbox as well little, little yeah gearbox. it had a it had a literally it had a gearbox and everything and everything was made with the basic standard parts of Lego, so I, yeah, really, really loved it, and also taught me a lot about technical things. You know how suspension works and stuff like you that. Clutch your YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> you know all the all the all the you know the the contraptions that you guys would make. Yeah, that's where that's where it started. And there's some amazing YouTube channels out there that build crazy shit out of Lego. I mean, you know, pinball machines and and all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's really good, great channels out there. I watch them quite a bunch here and there. I had some really cool stuff with the Technic that I haven't ever shown. I was going to, it's going to be a stream related thing, but someday, uh, it'll, someday it might happen. Yeah. I think I told you about that. Anyways, sorry. Yep. That was no. my, what's, what was your favorite chat? Well, I was actually going to say Legos. Cause like as a kid, I don't think I was old enough for the Technic and like all the, all the advanced stuff back Legos. when I was super into it. Uh, but I just remember like, uh, like I would, we had these big, you know, the plat the platforms that you would start stuff on. And I would always try to do like space stations and stuff like that. We had a few like space and like moon style ones, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I had these two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. Right. So, yeah. uh, since I can't say that, I'll say, uh, the, I was wrestling with the other one was, um, GI Joe. I had full size GI Joe char oh. characters. And I also had the mini, like action figure small ones as well. And I played so much with those. Uh, when I got the large ones, we also at the time had a sandbox and I would set up like crazy, like, you know, like almost like as in the commercials where you'd always, you know, they they'd have like driveways and like cliffs and stuff like that. And I would, 
for I would spend forever like building battlefields and all sorts of stuff in our in our sandbox. Um, yeah, so that was that was probably my my next favorite was GI Joe. Did you guys have Playmobile in Playmobile? Yeah, my neighbor did. Yeah, it was always yeah. very expensive. It was a rich kid that had Playmobile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a friend of mine, there were three brothers and all of them were Playmobil fans and they had everything Playmobil and that also, I never had it myself. I was more the Lego type of guy as I said, but that nice. was also, I liked it. What I mostly liked is building the ultimate cowboy, <laughs> you know, because there were so many small things you could add to people in a double holster and stuff like that. And we always played cowboys and Indians with that. <laughs> So, Cowboys and Native Americans with this. <laughs> it's, it's funny that Chad said G.I. Joe because one of mine was Action Man, which was basically the English version of G.I. Joe. No. Uh, without guns? Oh, no, no. He was, he was, a, he was a soldier. And he was... Uh, oh. he, he had, like... He had his dolls for boys, really. You know, you, mm. you had um, different uniforms. You'd have, like, the, the red coat and the, the big skin hat or you'd have the proper army fatigues and stuff and then you'd get vehicles big ass vehicles yeah, when you're a kid you know these things are huge mm. um, but also um star wars figures oh yeah my cousin comes into that holy shit yeah the proper know, dude, dude i don't know if you have all has all this shit still but probably by now okay it's used it's not mint because it was played oh, yeah. but he had Everything. Some of the figures probably today being worse. Oh, a lot yeah. of money. I still have all my Star Wars stuff too. I don't even like the damn thing. Look, mm-hmm. here's Chewbacca from the, nice. <laughs> the like the original. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Nice. I got the the C3PO. He's like metal and stuff. Yeah, nice dude. Because <laughs> they 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 bought them out again recently, and they're all like buff and yeah. It's really yeah. Good. I don't know. I got all the originals. With G.I. Joe, were those puppets the ones where you actually could have this thing in the back, this plate in the back, and you could press them and the arm would go up? Oh, yeah. You remember yeah. those? And they they yeah. had these rubber arms, and if you bent them, you know, they had these massive biceps. You had those too? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, man. The uh, action, the action man had a little lever in the back of his head. He moved from side to side and made his eyes look left and right. <laughs> oh, man. My other thing was Ninja Turtles. I just remembered. I had all the really? turtles and the, the van and all that Do shit. Do you guys anyway, remember yeah. Micro Machines? Oh, oh my yeah, god! I had all the yeah. micro, all the my favorite was the little micro machines that had yes. the little ones inside of it. Like yeah. I had this like uh, aircraft carrier and I, they would hold them all. Stop talking, about dude. It. Micro machines were my wrong. jam. I love those things. I had some that like we change color in hot water. I fucking oh, yeah, made them rust that. out because I have fucking did it so much. Like, my, oh, my favorite ever favorite yes. toy was actually a ball. <laughs> what? Get out of here! Of any sort. First, Soccer it was ball. footballs, tennis balls, basketball. <laughs> balls, Basically, Doc loves balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on badge you have the next question oh god um i was i was gonna say uh, another thing i i really liked was um tonka trucks you know tonka trucks yeah big similar like big metal things and again they were large and and sturdy um in many schools in sweden there is always one meat dish and one vegetarian dish and now that many Swedish schools are having a meat-free day once a week, ugh, uh, forcing all the children to only eat vegetarian. In my opinion, that would be the same thing as once a week forcing everyone to eat only meat. What do you think? 
Yeah, I don't think that uh, they should force certain dietary restrictions. I mean, I think that you should have a balanced meal. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, I mean, school school dinners obviously changed quite a lot since I was a kid. Right. Uh, You know, dietary education or anything. It's it's their their place, you know, just the kids. Yeah, I think dietary restrictions are, are pretty dumb. But I would have to say if I don't know of any child who can't eat non-meat that they'd have to always eat meat right and so but there could definitely be children who couldn't eat meat so right. i could it's see how it them. wouldn't work the other way around or they have to eat meat if you if you skip a meat day it's bad for you you know so it's not like you know they're forced into doing something yeah. unhealthy or stupid i mean Thankfully, when I grew up, my ma- my grandma had this garden and there was always fresh vegetables on there. So I always loved vegetable until today. And there is often... <laughs> of, the what happened of today, today man? What's today? <laughs> what? there's, there's days where I, uh, I don't eat meat every day. So I think dietary education is important for children. But let's say forcing them to say you don't have to eat, that could even have a, a negative effect on kids. You know, if they, if they have to eat some veggies they don't like or something and can't have something else, they might become a hardcore meat eater because of that in the future, you know, it's just like, oh, fucking. What, what's, what, are the, what are the meat dishes? You know, if it's like processed chicken and breadcrumbs or something, then a meat-free day is not bad. You know, if, if it's actually good quality meat, then it's a... there also be like some nefarious, like they charge the same for the non-meat meals and so by having a non-meat day they all make more money because you know they charge the same and it costs less to make <laughs> well quality quality vegetables also don't come cheap um you know That's if true. you go for, for biological stuff or something or bio you know i don't know i mean i don't think this the school should teach about what is a proper and healthy diet but not you know if the kids say hey i'm gonna skip a meat day you know then it's their own choice and they learn something if you force it upon them yeah never for kids exactly (laughs) and also it also always sucks when you take something away like i'm sure that kids eat non-meat on certain days but when you say oh now you don't have the option and it's because we're making you be vegetarian for a day that like creates kind of a bad you know memory negative connotation yeah. yeah all right next one uh here you could talk about cameras uh this one right learn um like <laughs> <laughs> uh, a burglar's in his house type of guy i was wondering if any of you prepare for doom scenarios like looters floods tornadoes or trump as president have a nice day <laughs> <laughs> doomsday preppers if we are preppers anyway doomsday I mean, prepper it, it's good to have a plan like for a fire exit and all that stuff, especially if you have, you know, kids and stuff, you, you should, you should plan and practice those things. Yeah. Um, you should know the best way out of your house and you should, I mean, you should do what you can to secure your, your, your location. And you know, you should yeah. just own a gun, you know, and you should just, you should, it sounds like that's what you're getting. That's that's what you sound like you're getting at. And, and, you know, you should just, I mean, you should just keep, you know, a bunker in your backyard. I mean, you should just do that. <laughs> Uh, it's it's so scary. Sometimes you hear about these people who do own guns and the police arrive at their house by mistake and they think someone's trying to break in their house and they come to the door with a gun and then they're shot in the face. Um, that's Those are always one of those... Super paranoia people, though, aren't they? Well, I mean... 
I mean, when you live I mean, where I do, the the response time of a police officer, you could kill me, take half of my shit, and be gone before the police could get here. Right. Mm. Right. Or, like, I mean, who, like, who, who knows also us being police. in public, you know, I, I mean, there are people that go insane, you know, yeah. uh, or, yeah. I mean, I remember it. I mean, yeah. I, I guess they, they, the question is more aimed at you know, those really crazy scenarios, you know. Oh, God, gun. OBS just crashed. <laughs> oh, God. Does that mean the whole podcast is gone? I hope yeah. not. Uh, Guz OBS <laughs> crashed. We may, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I was going to say that um, I can kind of understand the Americans that Panic people, uh, doomsday preppers, and over here, I've never really needed to worry about that. But given the last couple of weeks, I'm kind of starting to think that maybe we do need to have some sort of emergency plan for when my country's economy goes completely <laughs> shut. You can't buy anything because you're, yeah, yeah. I mean, those doomsday scenario, you know, it's literally about doomsday scenarios. What Good was describing was more like his personal living situation and being a bit. You know, outside reach of police. Well, yeah, that was one of the questions. Though, was just like looters, yeah, or floods, tornadoes. Yeah, I remember when we lived in Texas. You know, tornadoes was a thing. That you had, was, I was about to bring that up. Is is probably the next time that uh, I get like a, a you know some neat cash flow, some neat cash flow. That's a great way to describe it. If I, if I ever like basically come into some money, I think the next thing like as a hobby that I'm gonna do is. Uh, uh, there's a there's an under underneath my stairs is the place that the home builder said is your tornado shelter should there be a tornado and so i'd want to fill that area with water bottles with a crank you know hand crank radio with you know like all that stuff uh and like this cat's down there cranking yeah, exactly you know right but like Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, no, that stuff isn't crazy. cheap, so it'd probably be a little bit um, before I, I buy it all. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely something that uh, I'd want to do. Because also, if there's a tornado and, and it's in the center of my house, which it should be, but also if the house collapses on me, I'd be down there for a while. So there's stuff like like I, I want to get like a portable toilet, like make sure there's enough cat food in there, like. Make sure there's a sleeping bag. Like, how big you, is the fucking area under your it's stairs? It's big. It's, it's actually right. pretty big. I can lay down. I can lay like if I tested. I was like, if I need, if I was in here and the house collapsed, <laughs> could I lay? <laughs> could I lay all the way down and take a nap? And I can. But yeah, so that's I think I don't have it yet. But definitely for tornadoes, I want to have an area that uh, that could be used for. Um, for a doomsday scenario, but a tornado doomsday, not really. Let's face it, here in Germany, like if you think about logically, you can stockpile all kinds of food and shit, but if actually looters come in and you can't defend yourself from them, then you just made the stockpile for the others and they will just <laughs> take the shit and walk away with it. So Whatever, you'd kick them down the stairs, Doc. You'd, you'd fuck them yeah, up. they try to come no, in your house. No, but you know, the most important thing actually, and I'm normally not you know, a guy that you know, promotes gun ownership and whatnot, but if you'd had no gun, no means to defend yourself from the looters, all the stockpiling would be in vain. So if, a if you're going to stockpile, you got to go all the way. You know, if a doomsday scenario happens in Germany, whoever has a gun wins. I mean, uh, can you own a gun in Germany? Is that a thing you can you do? You can. You could go to a shooting club and then you have to go through all kinds of, 
you know, very tricky to do tests and whatnot and uh, evaluations and background checks. And then eventually, after you've been a member there for at least two years or something, I read up on that lately, you could get certain guns. But it's the same thing. only very restricted and for sure not no AR-15s or something that would be... Right. Hard to convince anybody. Yeah, I'm, so not pistols, then, right? I mean, you don't. It's 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 all hunting related, right? Isn't it like a hunting gun, hunting or rifle? Sports. Yeah. So you sports so like you like a like a Glock or something. You're not gonna be able to just buy that. You could, you could do target shooting and stuff like that. Okay. You okay. could. I mean, some of the normally the the there's uh, the the shooting clubs here in Germany, and normally they do 22s or so. You know, small calibers and whatnot. Gotcha. And maybe some of them would have a bit bigger calibers, but yeah, it would be right. not that easy. If you're a hunter, sure, you could get hunting-related rifle. You can maybe get a long firearm, you know, like, I don't know, maybe a shotgun of some sort. Um, yeah, yeah, shot, shotguns are fairly common. I mean, a lot of farmers have shotguns over right. here. Um, That's what I own is a shotgun. Like, I don't have uh, a pistol or anything. It's clay, clay pigeon shooting as well, or skeet mm-hmm. shooting, whatever you call it over there. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of that. So I mean, my ex used to have, well, her father used to have quite a few. Yeah. Like we have like bobcats and wolves and shit in our woods and stuff, you know. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you might need a shotgun for. Yeah, here it's just not a realistic scenario. There's not gonna be a fucking bear ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, there's I mean, been lots of bear sightings in my area too. Uh, yeah. I mean if i if I would live in in the United States, if I would be in a, living as living in a city, I probably wouldn't consider getting a gun. But if I had a similar living situation to you where there's actually wilderness and shit. I mean, probably should have something just in case a fucking bear tries to maul you. I mean, (laughs) face it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question is for you, Doc. All right. That's a weird one. Would you rather end terrorism or end poverty? So like apples and oranges, right? Yeah. I know. I thought it was a fun would you rather. I, I, you know, when I was, I was thinking about it, I wonder if you ended poverty, if it would end Terrorism. terrorism exactly and that's the answer to that question if everybody would be everybody would be filthy filthy rich and would have not to worry about anybody taking anything from them there's a difference between not being in poverty and being filthy rich though right <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Think, I, I, what's the point of being filthy rich though like no, not filthy it? rich but i get it you know <laughs> but if you, what, what is poverty then if everybody had enough food on their tables and had a, a, a if everyone nice had food. like the basics right like shelter yeah. food water like and not just <sighs> any food like it shouldn't be like you know your fucking rations a day or whatever no, it should no, be no. everyone should just be able to eat and not worry about the fact that oh man i mean I, tomorrow i gotta eat hamburger okay let's gonna, let's define poverty you know, in a way uh, i don't know that you can buy the house you want and you can buy or the place to live you want <laughs> the house you want buy any food you desire i want to mention acquire let's right. say if i would be able to in hawaii put that in place you would most likely knock out a huge portion of terrorism not all though because obviously there is people that would be terrorists for other reasons let's say religion or other or you just be a destructive being and yeah. would would consider you have fun, you know, causing right problems. Luke, what kills more people? You think poverty or terrorism? Obviously, poverty. Um, I think so too. Yeah, for yeah. sure, by far. Yeah, so I think you yeah. save more lives. I agree. Poverty. Yeah, I agree. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is, once you let's say, you know, you cure poverty, there's still going to be people who want to just, you know, watch the world burn and there's still going to be yeah. terrorism, but or, or struggle for power. Right. You know, and I, I just feel like the amount of people I don't know, it's like also, how do you classify terrorism? Like is genocide terrorism is, you know, well, b- bad dictators terrorism uh, well, that's terrorism. That's freedom fighter, isn't it? That's... Yeah, the, uh, terrorism. Like, is, is a it very loose? <laughs> exactly. Like, if it was maybe end all world conflict versus poverty, that might be. A, you might have an argument there. You know, of of I don't know exactly how many people are affected by poverty and how many people are affected by. Uh, war- conflict. Well, it's interconnected. You know, it's hard yeah. to really. You cannot really right. say poverty. Like war. All these impoverished people are being affected by dictators. When if they weren't impoverished, you know, I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's one of those I, weird things. I, I'm going to say poverty, even same. though terrorism. They both suck. Yeah. Yeah. Probably try to yeah get rid of. It. I, I just feel like there's a lot more people, and it's much more wi- widespread. Like I, I know of lots of poverty in America. I don't know of a lot. I mean, it always sucks to go into these conventions. We talk about it every convention. Yeah. We're like we're surrounded by all this wealth at inside of these buildings. This absurd wealth. And, and like you see these people giving away stuff just to promote their products or wrapping staircases with advertisements so that you'll see it as you walk up the stairs. And then right outside, no, there'll be a, like a tent city of people. I mean, it's good to observe that, but you have to understand like, American poor is probably rich for for no, many. Well, we're talking about the people like living for on many the developing. Yeah, sure, but it's just still. Oh, that's still well. You know. Yeah, I mean, you still get a soup kitchen or living on the street. Though. Yeah, I mean, but if you're living in on the America, street, in Africa, in a, it's a lot hotter. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in, in America, let's say, even like if you live on the street, if yeah, you would have a chance to come back, most people that are homeless, unemployed, either have some you know, addiction problems or other problems in their life that made them not uh, possible to thrive in the community. In Africa, if you're fucked, then you're really fucked. But even because even if you try and do really good and try to contribute in some way, you would have not a chance to reach anything. You'll still be poor, even if you work your fucking ass off. At least in the Western society, if you try to work hard or so, you would at least be able to, I don't know, Maybe not become a millionaire, but maybe right. not have to sleep on the street. So it's yeah, uh, okay, the tigers. there is options available at least in most cases. I don't want to you know say right. that all people that ended up on the street are lazy or whatever. That's obviously too simple to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're all in greens. Uh, that about wraps it up uh, for the podcast. Thank you guys uh, for being here. Also, thanks for submitting questions at mindcracklp.com slash podcast. That's a place where uh, you can submit your questions for us to try to answer. Uh, you can also subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. <laughs> uh, we will see you guys next time on the podcast. Bye. Bye. Penis. <laughs>